Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua 24, 15. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you ready? Choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said, choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. Good morning, NetWorld, and thank you for tuning in. We're continuing with our series called Living in a Fast-Paced, Bite-Sized World. Our scripture is Psalm chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. And I've been talking about a picture with four sections to it. On the left is the wayside. Then you go over a little bit to the right, and there's the stony ground. Then continue to the right, and there's the area of the thorns. And continue to all the way to the right, and you get to the good ground. We talked about the wayside being a hard ground where people can move fast on. But when you hit the stony ground, it slows you down a little bit. When you hit the thorns and the bushes on top of the ground, it can tear your pants and cut your skin and really slow you down. But when you get to the good ground, that's where the fruit is. You see, the wayside, the stony ground, the thorns, and the good ground is the parable of the soils. All four of them heard the word of God, but at the wayside, it says Satan comes and takes it away because they didn't understand it. On the stony ground, it says Satan takes it away again through tribulation and persecution. And then on the thorny ground, Satan takes it away again through cares, riches, and other things. But on the good ground, that's where they hear it, they understand it, they accept it, and bear fruit 30, 60, or 100-fold. And we talked about getting through, going forward, going up. And by getting through, I meant from the wayside, through the stony ground, through the thorns, and reaching the good ground. And by going forward, the same thing, we're going to press forward, we're going to get to that ground and bear fruit in Christ. And then going up, it's like maturity. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 1 says, let us stop going over the same old ground again and again, always teaching those first lessons about Christ, let us go on instead to other things and become mature in our understanding as strong Christians ought to be. And we discussed that maturity takes time. And maturity and spiritual strength do not come from snacks and drive-bys. Relationships do not have any real depth without quality time. And Satan knows this. And if he can bring interruptions, issues, problems, worries, and cares, he can keep us so distracted that we have no time but for snacks and drive-bys with God. But that's not healthy. We need good, constant, steady, healthy nourishment from God. It comes from the Word of God. Actually, the Bible says the seed is the Word of God. And somehow, 
we're going to have to find ways to keep the thieves, being Satan himself, and tribulation, persecution, cares, riches, and other things, we got to keep them out. Somehow we need to lock our spiritual doors and keep the interruptions of life out to establish a healthy relationship with God. So to reach that good ground, we've been talking about going in, going through, and going up. But now I want to talk about getting to the core or digging down to the benefit of the soil. You see, the core, there's profit, benefit, and a bit of good. Listen to what Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2 says. For indeed, the gospel was preached to us as well as to them, but the word which they heard did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in those who heard it. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2 in the English Standard Version says, For good news came to us, just as to them, but the message they heard did not benefit them, because they were not united by faith with those who listened. And then Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2 in the Message Version says, We received the same promises as those people in the wilderness, but the promises didn't do them a bit of good because they didn't receive the promises with faith. You see, the core is hearing, understanding, and faith. This is what brings profit, benefit, and a bit of good. Now, we talked about the wayside yesterday, and we found out what the wayside is all about, but what about the stony ground? What is the stony ground? Matthew says in chapter 13 that they heard the word and received it with joy, but there was no depth of earth. Tribulation and persecution came because of the word, and with no root they withered away. Mark says in chapter 4, they received the word with gladness, endured for a time, but then stumbled. And Luke says in chapter 8, because they lacked moisture, they fell away in time of temptation. When we read all three accounts, we find some very revealing facts. The stones are tribulation, persecution, time, and temptation. This is what causes people to dry up. The ground is not deep enough. There is no moisture to bring strength to withstand conflict. How did it get this way? No understanding, no education, no wisdom, and no time given to acquire the needed tools. Tribulation is the trials and difficulties of life. Maturity to handle these and to effectively walk through them takes time to acquire. Because of improper time priorities, the time to acquire them quickly becomes the time of impatience, discouragement, disappointment, and desperation. We've been so busy with other things and put the things of God on the back burner. And because of that, our root connected to him has withered. And I have my own proverb. I say it this way. Trees without deep roots fall down in big wind. Persecution comes as we begin to walk through life as Christians. Who do you think you are telling me what to do? And temptation comes for specific reasons. It's to take away the word, to pull you into sin so they can accuse you of your unworthiness, to make you fall, to make you give up, to make you deny Christ. All this happens because of the word. Satan is testing you. He's testing your understanding, your strength, your salvation, and your faith. Why? Because Satan wants you to fall away, give up, and come to him. He wants you to leave God and serve him. What does God have to say about it? Well, this is what discipleship is all about. This is why knowing who you are in Christ is so important. I like the words that we might know him. 
Do we want the core? Do we want the profit, the benefit, and the bit of good? It comes as we begin to know him. Peter tells us grace and peace is multiplied to us through the knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 2 in the Amplified Version says this, May grace, God's favor, and peace, which is perfect well-being, all necessary good, all spiritual prosperity, and freedom from fears and agitating passions and moral conflicts be multiplied to you in the full, personal, precise, and correct knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. If we take the time in the knowledge of God, we will be able to stand against the fiery darts of the wicked one. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 16 says, Above all, taking the shield of faith, with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Remember, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Romans chapter 10, verse 17. You see, the stony ground is a hard place of no energy and no commitment. It's a place of offense, anger, and spiritual wickedness. It's a dry, parched, withered, and unhealthy place. A good root system digs deep into the soil for nourishment and moisture for water. Healthy growth takes continual nourishment and water. Pure water is not flavored, and the water is the word. When our roots dig deep into the core of his word, we will be like trees planted by rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf shall not wither, and whatever we do shall prosper. That's right out of Psalm chapter 1, verse 3, which we read at the beginning of this program. And I like Luke chapter 8, verse 15. It says, but the ones that fell on good ground are those who, having heard the word with a noble and good heart, keep it and bear fruit with patience. Now let's talk about the ground of the thorns. There are several definitions of thorn, and here are three. The first one being a sharp-pointed aborted branch. Second, something that wounds, annoys, or causes discomfort. And third, it means to vex. The second and third I find particularly interesting. It's evident the sharp-pointed aborted branch is a device to protect the plant or bush itself. However, whatever is offending the plant or bush can be severely harmed in its attempt to attack, move, remove, or get through the plant or the bush. In order to do so, some heavy protection will be necessary. Can we say maybe some heavy armor? Vex. This is a strong word. It means to irritate, annoy, provoke, torment, trouble, distress, plague, worry, disturb. Have you ever had a tough night's sleep with some of those issues? I have. Let's look at the Gospels. Let's see what the Gospels has to say about the thorns. Matthew says in chapter 13, the thorns sprang up and choked them. The cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and he becomes unfruitful. Mark says in chapter 4, the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no crop. The cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, and the desires for other things entering in choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. And Luke says in chapter 8, the thorns sprang up with it and choked it. Those who, when they have heard, go out and are choked with cares, riches, and pleasures of life, and bring no fruit to maturity. Wow, I don't want to be choked. Someone wants to choke us, choke us to death. It's Satan. How? Well, through cares, worry, deceitfulness of riches, desires for pleasures, and other things. 
You see, Satan is no dummy. He knows how to get our mind off God and onto ourselves. Things like pride and selfishness on one side and worthlessness and low self-esteem on the other side. Somehow we need to get balanced and somewhere in the middle of satisfaction, contentment, peace, and joy. Well, watch out for the thorns. First, they hurt. Second, they're dangerous. Third, they can kill if they're poisonous. Fourth, they're tough and persistent. And fifth, like a weed, they can grow almost anywhere in any climate. In order to remove them, you may need to put some kind of armor on and get out some rather drastic tools like clippers, saws, maybe even a bush hog. If you don't know what that is, ask someone to show you one sometime. So there are three thorns mentioned in Mark, the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, and the desires for other things. This is because the cares of this world, they equal distraction. The deceitfulness of riches equals delusion, and the desire for other things equals defocus. They're designed to keep you from reaping what you have sown. They're designed to keep your fruit from maturing. Remember, though, maturing takes time, quality time. And our time is up, so we'll continue tomorrow. I call you blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site. If you'd like to write me or become a financial partner with this ministry, my address is the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. That's the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. Online donations can also be made at tmhnow.org, and my email address is pastorjim at tmhnow.org. This is Jim Langlois saying be blessed, you and your whole household. Until next time. Choose you this day, but that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house.